Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Desire the Fire. This is Chandler. This is DP. And we are back with another week of an... Of another week... Uh, you forgot our podcast name. I'm speaking it in tongues. <laughs> Whoa, that's controversial there, buddy. <laughs> it's pretty controversial. Oh, man. Come on. Let, let's just... So what are we welcoming everybody back to? <laughs> We're welcoming everybody back to Desire the Fire. Podcast. And, uh... Podcast, podcast, podcast. <laughs> Sorry. It's a long day. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us again. Um, uh, this week we have uh, another topic for you guys, but before we we begin, we have a shout out to our sponsor. You know what? This is um, something that we should have shouted out a while back, maybe. Hmm. But uh, shout out to Jung Hong of Untitled Photo, photo with the F. Oh. And uh, he actually took the picture that if you look at the look at the picture on your screen right now for a podcast cover that's actually taken by Mr. Jung Hong and he's actually like my mentor mm. I think it's a pretty dope photo too no yeah dude it kind of reflects our podcast well yeah yeah a lot yeah. of nonsense going on I'm just kidding a lot of nonsense going on <laughs> no, just burning things like ah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've, all, we've also got a it was, it was kind of like a collaborative effort right yeah 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 so um, Jung Jung was actually the one that uh, the took the picture, and we got shout out to da- David Yoon. He actually did the photoshopping to, uh, I guess, make sure our logo pops, and he actually designed our logo. That's our brand right there, which is pretty amazing. I've never had a logo before. Yeah, I feel like legit. Have you ever had a logo before? Uh, for my no, <laughs> <laughs> never had a logo. So this is like our logo. Mm, this yeah. is the first time we were ever having a logo. Yeah, dude, we're like people now. We're like people now. We're official. Yeah, <laughs> we're an official podcast. You guys might not think so, but in our own worlds, we're official to ourselves. <laughs> we're, we've officialized ourselves. <laughs> but uh, yeah, shout out to uh, David Yoon. He did a good job. Um, I think in the middle of designing our our logo, the first time through, he actually got his MacBook stolen. Yeah. And uh, we hit a hit a hiccup, hit yeah. a hiccup. So we tried to take it another direction. We took it another direction. Um, we actually got the photo, which is kind of what we're planning to do anyways. Yeah, it was kind of weird too how it was like so that got, one picture yeah. worked out perfectly. So we got that photo and then we went back to David Yoon and then he was able to use a different computer and then regenerate, I guess, what he created and then put those things together and now we have our cover picture. Yeah. So that's like a mini, mini, mini story. Sponsored by... About these yeah. two. Well, what was the name of that uh, photography company he has? So, um, Jung, his uh, you if you want to check out his work, he's Untitled Photo. So, Untitled Photo with an F. dot com. I think you can follow him on Instagram. You can and everything. catch him on Instagram uh, at Untitled Photo. Untitled U N T I T L E D F O T O. And I'll say it after. Untitled. Untitled Photo. photo. Good, and you passed th- the all this, all the stuff will be, <laughs> <laughs> all this stuff will be in the show notes. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. Maybe we'll have Jung on a on a podcast. I don't know. Hopefully, huh? Hopefully, hopefully. But anyway, he's, he's thank my you, mentor. He's he's always, honestly speaking, he, Jung is my like. He was like, I guess, a Bible, not a Bible, like a small group leader mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. in college, and uh, I, 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 th- I feel like I caused him a lot of problems. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Maybe a lot of emotional problems. Yeah, I don't know about emotional problems, like, but. <laughs> He used to call me emo, so I used to be a lot more emotional back then, and I, I was very back then. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is rag on Chandler day, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he he stuck through me, and um, 
after college, um, we, you know, many times like a lot of Bible study leaders or a lot of small group leaders, once you're done being small group, it just kind of ends. It fizzles out and you yeah. don't talk to them anymore. But Jung's someone that's always stuck with me. And whenever I need help, whenever I need something, he always says yes. And um, I don't I don't know many people that are like Jung where as soon as he asks, like 20 minutes later, he says yes. Yeah. Or right on the spot, yes. And I feel like sometimes it, it causes him more problems for him to say yes. Mm-hmm. But he's always there and he's always looking out for me. And I think I can really sense that. And I just thank you, Jungie, for listening to this. <laughs> you, you think he'll listen to this? <laughs> it's his cover photo. <laughs> I mean, let's just know. If he ever listens to just one episode, let's make sure this is the one. This is the one. To. Episode five, Jung. Love um, you too, Jung. <laughs> but uh, shout out to some of our sponsors or one of our sponsors. We're at sure. 8th Light Studio again. 8th Light Studio, right. Uh, it's located on 1636 West 8th Street. I don't know if they're comfortable with me giving out the address, but they are renting the studio out to uh, the general public. If you come here, it's a ghetto building, but inside, <laughs> there's a studio. The studio's amazing. Don't 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 walk into the building. Everything has locks on it. We have security <laughs> But if you do want to get in touch with the guys that are running this studio, you can uh, always tweet at me. Uh, my na- my Twitter handle is superdan0, at superdan0. And you can always email Desire the Fire Podcast if you want more information. Um, we don't have the rates on hand, and we don't have like the hours that they're available, but we can connect you to the person that's in charge. Right. So what's our email? Desire the Fire Podcast at gmail.com. Gmail.com. So um, we're actually in this uh, studio right now, and it's pretty nice. It's uh, it has like nice decorations. I saw a painting. because every studio should have nice decorations, yeah, right? Definitely, you, you need to get that creative juice flowing. But uh, to to the studios, uh, what is it? To the studios, uh, credibility. Okay, we're not actually using any of their equipment right now. Well, we're using their mixer. But it's not technically hooked up to the, any of the studio gear. That's true. Yeah, so we're not... <laughs> so everything that you hear right now is still our production. It's not studio And we're going recording. through our production. Yeah. But we are... They allow us to use the studio space to do the recordings, in essence, sponsoring us. Right. So that we are sponsored to use this space. And that's that why we That was too much explaining out. for something that they don't even care about. Okay. Eighth Light Studio. Get on it. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, uh, Chandler, do you know the Ten Commandments by heart? Yeah, of course I do. Do you really? Yeah. What is commandment number 13? Thou shalt make Chandler dinner every night. Whoa. Thou shalt be- buy Chandler ice cream. Thou shalt massage Chandler's back. Thou shalt learn math. <laughs> thou shalt. There are only ten thou commandments. <laughs> thou shalt learn math. I'm just kidding. Um, You didn't hear revision two? Revision two. <laughs> this is <laughs> blasphemy. <laughs> You know, don't Moses, desire our fire, desire the fire of Moses the Lord. threw the commandments down the third time afterwards. It's it's the unwritten. <laughs> I don't know if you, you ever saw it, but there was an old movie called The Ten Commandments. Uh, mm. it's, it starred uh, Charlton Heston, the president of the NRA. And um, no way, yeah, he's the president of the NRA, or uh, he was like the spokesman of the NRA or something. I like did that. not know that, <laughs> anyway. Charlton Heston, uh. I think Charlton, f- not Charleston. Charlton, yes, Charlton. <laughs> um, anyway, there's a funny line or the funny thing there. He has three tablets, and I think he trips or something like that. And he drops one of the tablets, so five of the ten commandments like disappear <laughs> because of human error. But uh, I don't think that's biblically accurate. It's just really funny. But uh, yeah, there are ten commandments, and we're not actually going to be talking about all ten because. Uh, there's just not enough time in this podcast because and I don't have them memorized either. 
Um, except for the one about Chandler and math. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Chandler and math. But we're actually going to be fo- focusing on the fourth commandment today, which is to remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Um, holy. There are holy. a lot of things that happen on the Sabbath day, right? So Sabbath day is on Saturday or Sunday? Uh, actually, we're talking about uh, DP Sabbath, which is doesn't exist. I don't have a day off. <laughs> <laughs> this is so you're breaking. You're breaking a Ten Commandments. Yeah, no, I'm keeping it holy, but I'm yeah. just not. <laughs> I'm just, just not, keeping it holy. <laughs> I, I just don't get to rest on the Sabbath like we were meant to. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're talking about Sunday. So um, our episode today is entitled "The Sunday Struggle." And it's one of the fun, uh, Sunday struggle. It's one of the podcast episodes that I was really looking, looking forward to recording with you, um, because let's be honest, because um, your story is amazing. <laughs> my story, no, no people no, no. will not believe your story. Oh, oh, let's not talk about any names, though. I see a name on there. Let's not talk about any names. Okay, no names, because <laughs> said party will be very embarrassed. Said party. <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, Andrew, you serve at church, right? Chandler, Chandler, Chandler serves at church. Chandler serves at church. <laughs> and uh, DP serves at church, too. Uh, so what capacity do you serve at church? Right now? Mm-hmm. Right now, I am currently um, the Secretary of Defense oh. and uh, the Commissioner of Basketball. On Sundays only. And also, I am the, the National Gun Association's, uh, Nas- National Rifle Association's spoke- spokesperson at my church. At your church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything that I said right now is false. Oh, really? <laughs> it's false, huh? Forgive me, Lord, for I have sinned. I've we lied. sinned way too much I've on lied. a Christian podcast. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, man. Sometimes I wonder, we're like talking about Jesus and stuff, and I wonder if we push the boundaries too much. I think we push the boundaries every episode at least. Yeah, so just times. to reiterate, this podcast is about just two guys being real about Jesus. <laughs> And uh, I think no, it's two real guys being about Jesus. Two real guys yeah, talking about Jesus. Talking about the real Jesus. Oh, that often. What, what does that mean? <laughs> we're total sinners. We're talking we about fake Jesus. <laughs> but <laughs> to a certain degree, um, I think that's correct. Where we we're still learning about Jesus, and we're trying to figure out, um, I guess, how to learn about him more. Of course, man. I mean, you'll never fully get it until we're. We're there. Yeah, so you get the point. Um, but anyways, at church, I actually play right now. Um, I actually go to a church plant called City Chapel. Shout out to C- City Chapel. <laughs> I actually said almost a bad word. <laughs> you have but, a problem with that chapel, huh? No, dude. The adjective you're about to use to City describe chapel, that chapel. <laughs> go ahead and uh, search for us on Facebook, City Chapel. I think um, on 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 the internet, it's uh, mycitychapeloc or citychapeloc.com. Mm. Um it's a very small church plant, so we have very few people. And um, the the pastor actually came and set up this church, and we actually joined a little bit later, kind mm-hmm. of. We joined. We're actually part of the church plant team. Okay. But um, since we weren't part of his former church, mm-hmm. we were kind of like just adding on, kind of. Sure. So right now, what I do is um, I play the cajon and I play the djembe during praise. The the cone. The cajon. Well, what's that? It's a box with a, like a, it's a hollowed box with like. You know the snare springs on the bottom? Are you sure they put you on the praise team or they're just trying to entertain you while the service is going on because they don't trust that? Well, thinking about it now, <laughs> I'm actually off to the side, like outside of the building. You're just <laughs> they Skype me in. They FaceTime me. <laughs> I'm just playing. But yeah, it's um, we're a three-person three praise team. So um, my wife actually sings and we have a praise leader that plays acoustic guitar. Mm. And... Uh, that's what I do. I've I've never actually played cajon or djembe until I joined this church, and 
I ended up playing. Well, that's pretty sweet. So you learned this instrument, if you will. This Over box. like a year and a half, I guess. Jimbe, I, I feel Jimbe like it's more like an office product. But anyway, <laughs> you learned you learn how to play this office product. I played a hollow box. <laughs> I just, I just, boom, 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 <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Okay, so I mean, you serve you serve at church. Uh, so by the way, we're praise. not affiliated with City Chapel, so if the, if you have problems with us. Don't take it to City Chapel. Yeah, don't take it to City Chapel. Just take it to me just at Super come to Come to City Chapel and you can yell at me. <laughs> I will bury uh, your... Well, I feel like you're still promoting the church through <laughs> through having them come to Yeah, ch- if if they need a church, call, 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 the doors are always open. Even with like pitchforks and torches and stuff. <laughs> we love you. Okay. <laughs> we love you as Jesus did. You might scare the heck out of us, but we still love you. <laughs> Praise the Lord Jesus. But we are not, just to make it clear, we are not affiliated with City Chapel. I just go there. We're just kind of two idiots doing our own thing right here. <laughs> we we got to make that disclaimer loud and clear. We're two idiots. <laughs> <laughs> We're two idiots. Um, Jesus loves the outcast. Okay, well, I mean, the reason I ask is because... Uh, yeah, we're talking about the Sabbath once again. <laughs> That's what we were talking about, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, like, I, I serve at church as well. In a leadership capacity. In a leadership capacity. Uh, shepherding role. Shepherding role. Wow. Okay. Discipleship. <laughs> I like to do public speaking on Sundays. <laughs> um, I like to do, I, I imagine you in a courtyard with a Bible in your hand and one arm raised out, and you're just like, the Lord speaks to you. Oh and then gosh. the wind is blowing you over there. mind. Okay. okay. So we were talking about uh, uh, the reason I bring this up is because you know uh, there's this uh, unspoken assumption I guess that the people who serve at church really enjoy being at church, and I'm not saying I, I don't like being at church or nothing like that, but I mean I, I heard it once. Uh, there was a pastor at Calvary Chapel in Golden Springs, the one in Diamond Bar. Uh, their head pastor Raul Reese. He said he said very candidly during one of his sermons, um, you know, some days I really don't want to be here, <laughs> and like. I totally feel him sometimes, you know, and not not for the reason that I I don't like my church. Shout out to my my uh, Ilshin youth group, but you know, it's it's not that I don't, I don't like being there or anything like that, but it's hard, you know, it's a struggle to go to church on Sundays. To a certain degree, right. you, it feels like work, I guess, which it shouldn't feel like work all the time, but yeah. it does, it can. And right, and some people not might not be able to empathize with what we're talking about here, but I think we all know what we mean when it's kind of tough. There's a struggle to go to church on Sundays. Do you do you agree? When you think about it, yes. But yeah. when you don't think about it and you just go, not as much. Okay, I, I guess that's fair too. But uh, I'm, and I'm not. I'm. I guess at the church that I'm at right now, I'm not doing much. Oh, uh, so you just enjoy it. I, I very much enjoy it right <laughs> now. It's very blessing. <laughs> I just hit this wooden box <laughs> and listen to the word of Jesus <laughs> and praise and pray. Andrew was raised as a good boy, by the way, <laughs> ladies and gents. Oh, I was a little more rebellious. Even now, I'm sitting in a Christian ministry office with a Raider jersey, and we all know the implication <laughs> of Raider fans and stuff like that. Oh, man. But um, anyway, like you know, like sun- typical Sunday morning, what happens? Uh, when we get ready for church, maybe a little late, you know, just rushing to get to church. Or you push snooze on your your cell phone alarm clock cell phone yeah and about then, five times you know all these all these things happen and it, it gets hard to get out there and then you sit yourself down eating breakfast and you realize i don't have time for breakfast <laughs> and then you're just like rushing out thing and come back and you see this breakfast still on your table but anyway yeah it, it's a it's a struggle to get out to church sometime isn't it i don't know i guess you just said it's it's easy for not you. not right now but i think at times when i was like I had to lead elementary worship praise. I had to lead 
um, youth group worship praise. I had to lead um, EM worship praise. <laughs> and then I had to uh, lead the prayer meeting after that. So you were just like singing all day, huh? I had to lead <laughs> <laughs> part of discipleship. And then there's prayer meeting after that. Wait, so how long were you at church during all this? On the plus weekends? minus or eight, eight hours plus minus two. Okay, plus I, I minus eight hours. Plus eight hours plus minus two hours. Um, well, I would get there around, let's say, like nine o'clock. And I don't think I would leave until the sun was almost setting, maybe. Oh, in California during the summer, the sun I doesn't think, sit till nine. I, <laughs> well, let's say like after dinner. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'm headed to go eat dinner. Well, that's like a full day for you. That's yeah, a good like nine to five. On that day? Nine to nine five, to five, five type thing, you know? Yeah, I would say. Oh, okay. It's it's a long time. And there's no breaks in the in between. Sure, it's just one thing right after the next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. It's not so much that that's not my schedule right now, but I'm there at church from like nine in the morning till about. It's on a rough Sunday. I've been there till like four. And then how much is prep? Oh, uh, dude, prep's on Saturdays. There's yeah. No prep day on, on Sunday. So you got prep too, right? Yeah. Technically speaking, so it's not just Sunday. Not that uh, I get my messages ready just on the day before. But Do you? No, no, no. Like, I'm constantly thinking about it and revising it throughout the week. Yeah, but you're finalized on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, it's a struggle. I mean, forget the fact that it's all work and stuff like that too. I grew up Christian, but not really. You know, I stopped going out to church around when I when I was in high school, and so I'm so used to growing up. Uh, I, at least in the more mature portion of my okay, high school isn't really mature. So you stopped going to church in high school, and you came back like sophomore year, middle of sophomore year in college. Right, right. and I've developed so that's a lot about of, like uh, five, six years. Yeah, it's a big gap, and that's where like you really start to form habits that affect the rest of your life. <laughs> where you had already developed most of your brain. Yeah. <laughs> during your years of junior well, high. Well, I kind of destroyed my second. brain as I was developing. Oh, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it kind of makes up for it, kind of. <laughs> It's some twisted logic, yeah. Yes, <laughs> praise the Lord. Yeah, God but... works in mysterious ways. <laughs> oh man, man! Imagine how much smarter I would have been on this podcast if I hadn't done some of the stupid things I did. Awkward silence. I'm just I'm thinking about it, cause you're you're not giving me the option of saying the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, <laughs> back to our topic. <laughs> the point I'm trying to get at is, um, basically, I've grown, I've developed a lot of habits on Sundays that I I, I used to like to uh, cater to, and you know, it, it made it tough. So to how did you, how did you even get out of church when you were a kid? Like, did it? Did you get in trouble? Like, oh. my mom would, my mom because my dad wasn't Christian. Right, she would beat you with like a Bible or something like that. Mm, I think it would be worse. I think it would be like verbal. Oh. And she would take away everything that I loved. Oh, you know, actually, my parents were a little more lenient with it because we kept switching around churches in the mm. years that I was. Uh, it was hardest for me to make friends, uh-huh. so they kind of understood the pain. But what I would do is like sometimes, you know, like when you're younger, you can't really uh, be home alone, not legally anyway. And so I would just sit in the car for a couple of couple of. I think this went on for like a. Good six months. So you just listen to radio? No, I would just sit in the car and I would like hate life and I'll just be so mad. You just because you're there. Yeah, and I didn't have a choice. I just had to be out there. <sighs> Snaps. And I remember thinking this was the worst rage. Thing. You know, so I started getting a little smarter about it for a little while. There was a period where I did go to the service, but you know, part of service is there's an offering time, 
And, you know, I figured if I'm going to have to suffer through this service, I might as well benefit a little bit. So I would, it started off with me stealing my parents' offering. So they would give what me the offering. What they give you and then you just yeah, keep just it? Yeah, I would just hold on to it. Eventually, I, I got scared. a little smarter. I was scared about that. Oh, yeah. You know, first time I did, I'm like, oh, freak. God's going to like strike me down and steal all my money ever again. He's going to beat, God's going to beat me <laughs> himself. You know, and to be honest, I was really scared of that. And then I did hell. it once and it didn't happen. So, yeah, it started off with that. And then actually, I got a little more creative. And I was, when I was pretending to reach in with my dollar, I would take two or three more out with my hand and just hide it in my hand. And so I would, I would steal money from the offering plate. And so... Offering bag, probably not a plate, right? Or, yeah, it was like the, the velvet... The velvet bag. burgundy yeah, with yeah. the yellow cross. Yeah, so... And um, it's like bluish inside. <laughs> well, this is becoming confessional time. <laughs> and, you know, when I was seven years old, I, you know, it's, I was just kidding. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I started resenting church and I, I didn't want to go out for a long time. But, you know, one of the things that I really like on Sundays is uh, football. And thank God it's only like a quarter of the year. Raider fan. Raider fan. Silver and black. When did you become a Raider fan? Because I know you played ba- fo- football in high school. I was a Raider fan a couple years before that. When I first started getting into football. Like, that's like junior high or yeah. sixth grade? So, like, probably 96, 97. What is that? That's like freaking fourth grade. Or for you, that's like fifth grade. Fourth, fifth, something like that. Anyway. It's wow, like you understood school. football back then. It was and just you were living in an Asian community too. I don't. What happened to you, bro? <laughs> Only my best friends were Mexican growing up. So. <laughs> I guess it kind of works out somehow. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, but football's on Sunday morning. I don't know why it's like that. Every football game that matters. You know why football's on Sunday morning? Why? Because I talked to some people on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. By the time they're out of church, it's on. Oh, those lucky son of a East Coast. Father. <laughs> son yeah. of an East Coast. Son of a East. That makes sense. But yeah, and it's like, they're like, the guy that I was talking to was like, that's that's just wrong. Watching football in the morning, that early in the morning, this is wrong. But you don't understand, when you're watching football that early in the morning, you're in your pajamas, and you can just watch football. So for a West Coast thing, it's like Sunday morning cartoons? Yeah, like dude, football? it's better than Sunday morning cartoons. You see guys beating the crap out of each other and stuff. You know? Yeah. Football is something that I just started getting into, yeah, like it's last fun, year. Man. Yeah, it's 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 amazing once you get into it. And yeah. it's just, you wait all week for that one day. Yeah. Your team plays. And everything happens on that one day. And, like, legitly, if you live in the West Coast, you can start from about 9 in the morning all the way to about 10 at night. If you're on the West Coast, yeah, they go from like twelve in the afternoon to like three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, they never watch the late night Sunday night yeah, games. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. But then, yeah, we get to watch it all day. And as a yeah. non-Christian, not going out to Sundays, I didn't have to do that. And so one of the things is uh, I want to share a little story here. Is uh, my my third year in college, I had just come out to come to Christ the year before. Uh, there was a Sunday morning. Where, like, years of habit building kind of just made it tough for me to go out. And I was living in a ministry house. So, like, all the guys in my house were a part of a ministry and stuff like that. And I remember that Sunday morning just like, man, I don't want to do anything. It's just one of those lazy Sundays and lazy afternoons. And, like, the service started at 1.30. But I just didn't feel like going. It was already 1.30. I was in my groove of laziness and nothingness. <laughs> and I was just chilling there on the computer. Uh, and my room, one of our roommates was there. And he was taking a shower, getting ready to go to church. <laughs> and I said, like, okay, okay, DP, it's your turn to take a shower. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to go to church, man. I'm not going to take a shower. And he's like, as if he, I've offended him the worst possible way. Like, <laughs> you got to go to church, man. What are you doing? 
And like, he, he starts doing this like really squeaky, like really funny voice. He's yeah. gonna go to church. And like, like in a weird, sarcastic, but really serious voice. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh crap, he's serious about it's this. It's both thing. serious and sarcastic at the same time. And I don't know how he does you that. Off. You know, he's really stubborn <laughs> with that. And I'm thinking, oh. Come on, man. My. What are you doing? Come on, man. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Yeah, he's like, come on. You gotta go to church. I'm like, no, man. Not today. Just, give me a Sunday off, man. I'm just tired. It's like, if you're the Yang, he's the Yin. Or if you're the Yin, he's the Yang. Yeah, I, I know, especially the two of us were polar. In the ways, know. when you're dark, he's light. When you're light, he's dark. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny how that works. But uh, <laughs> mind you, he just took a shower, right? And he heard me say, I don't want to go to church. It's like, what? So he comes out of there as quick as he can. <coughs> Still dripping in the shower water. And he's stark naked, sitting up, standing on the second floor railing. And looking at me saying, you got to go to church, man. I'm like, <laughs> what the heck? Dude, this is freaky right here. You, you hear about these, like, uh, super, like, zealous Christians that are do- down to do anything. And I'm just, like, freaking out because this guy's yelling at me naked. This is, have you been a Christian for a year? At this point, it might have been your one-year mark around just, there. Maybe just just about a year. And I'm thinking, it's not a big deal. It's just one Sunday, dude. Let me go. But you're standing here yelling at me naked. Oh, and, like, man. wow, I... You know, like, you would hope that the bars between the railing would kind of cover stuff up. <laughs> no. But it's positioned exactly the opposite. Those are wide railings, man, <laughs> yeah. the house that we lived in. And he was yelling, like, you got to go to church, man. I'm like, oh, crap, no. And so he's coming down the stairs, I'm like, oh, my God, he's chasing after me. I don't want him to hug me naked and stuff like that. I'm freaking out. And I go out the backyard. We had a backyard. It was a two-story house. It was a pretty nice house, right? It was an awesome house. And we go to the backyard, and he's following me outside. I'm like, oh, crap, he came outside naked. What's wrong with him? I was like, no way. Okay, the only way I'm going to get away from him with him being undressed <laughs> is if i run out to the front yard again and i'm running out and he, i hear the gate opening behind me oh my gosh you, you close the gate and then it opens yeah, behind you. it opened and he's out there i'm like oh my god this nothing. Is like sexual predator right here i'm freaking out out of my mind like so i literally i hated running that year i was really fat that year i think i put on 30 pounds just that year oh, man. i ran for my life just like oh, down the street like he didn't chase me thankfully he went back into the house but then of course, the Holy Spirit's grief, I mean, the guilt struck, struck, struck me at that moment. I'm like, oh. This man, this passion. Man, <laughs> this man be willing to run out naked so that I will go to church. Jesus died naked on the cross. <laughs> I'm thinking, that's, that's how you correlate it, dude. <laughs> naked man, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I just it must like, have hit you hard. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like catching my breath. and I was like, oh, fine. We ended up going to church that day. And it turns out when we got there, I took so long, we missed the service. <laughs> oh, man. So All that wasted effort, but. Oh, but you still went. Yeah, that Sunday struggle, man. Interesting. And now I'm a pastor. <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that was one of those experiences where, like, I totally feel you. You know, you, you just want to, like, chill. It's a nice Sunday afternoon. Maybe football's on, whatever it is. And, you know, it's just hard to get yourself out that door sometimes. And. If it wasn't for my friend who did that, I think I would treat Sunday Sunday mornings a lot lighter than I have. Probably Interesting. breaking the, the fourth commandment on a daily basis or weekly basis. And then ultimately thinking, oh, it's just church. Yeah, it's just church, whatever. Jesus is more important than church, yeah. than church right? Which that, is like, this, yeah, this is so wrong on so know, many some levels. People, some people <laughs> even reason, like, you know, you could watch, uh, what, sermons on TV oh, yeah, yeah, or on yeah. the internet. Or I got the like, podcast, I got five sermons and I yeah, can just do it every day of the week. Yeah, and like, as if that was holier, but no, God makes it clear. Honor the Sabbath. Yeah, and there's a community at church, and there's a lot of different things. It's not just, it's just a sermon. Right, right. But um, I think I have a, a similar story, 
but not really the same. Hopefully. That was freaking Man, traumatic, I should, dude. I should have gone first. <laughs> <laughs> no one has chased me naked because I didn't want to go to church. <laughs> I think um, one time when I was in college, uh, in the same house, actually. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if there's a trend. House, <laughs> the house we called actually intensive care unit because we all felt like we needed intensive care in Jesus. <laughs> but... uh Interestingly enough, uh, I had stayed during the weekend of uh, finals week, and what had happened was um, a few of us have decided to go to one of the churches that the other guys go to that live in Riverside and stay, like, we we live near it, so we go home on the weekends, but because it's just far enough to waste enough time to, like, study, mm -hmm. um, a lot of us opt to stay on the weekend for finals week, because we have to cram a quarter's worth of learning in couple days because we didn't go to class mm -hmm. but um <laughs> that morning we woke up and i'm just going along with the flow and it's actually thanksgiving weekend so technically speaking this isn't finals week i think i just had a lot of midterms that week sure i it's it sounds like because yeah, i remember it was thanksgiving to stack that stuff right before vacation right stuff. before vacation you had to come back and you have to so i think after thanksgiving i came straight back home because i needed to study mm -hmm. And then I just study the whole weekend. Sunday morning we wake up and then um, I hear one of the guys go like, forget it. Because we woke up late. It's mm -hmm. like, he was like, oh, it's like 10 o'clock. Service is going to start in 30 minutes. We'll never make it. We're just, let's just go to a different church. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, and then everyone just knocks out. And then the other church starts at like, let's say one, you know, there's 11 o'clock service, one o'clock service. So we decide to go to the one o'clock service. We wake up later. We, we're, we're all getting ready. And then we... We decide to go to the church in Riverside, and we're going. We get there, and then there's people at the church in the parking lot. And they're like, dude, service just ended. Oh. We had service at 11 o'clock because it was Thanksgiving service. Oh, jeez. And we just look at each other like, so we're not going to church today. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, you can't really blame yourself. For either, you know? It's just like a curveball that came at in you the But it all started with the beginning where we didn't wake up in the first okay, place. that's true. And we could have just hurried up and gotten ready and gone late. Mm -hmm. But instead we opted just to go to a different church altogether, mm -hmm. which is kind of like laziness in itself. We shouldn't be in that situation. That's not our church. Mm -hmm. It's just, <clears throat> it's just a lot of different things playing into factor and we miss Thanksgiving service. So I guess in, 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 if there was ever a scale of services to miss, mm -hmm. That that's pretty high up there. Yeah, because you're ungrateful now, man. <laughs> ungrateful. You're an ungrateful Christian, dude. You don't know how to give thanks to the Lord. Oh man, I didn't I didn't give my offering into the cornucopia. <laughs> <laughs> Does your church do that, or like Thanksgiving, you guys all bring up baskets and stuff? Like I think um, we've only had one Thanksgiving at the church that I'm part of right now, uh -huh. and uh, it's we did something where we put a basket together for um, like. Homeless women that were living inside a, a what's the that shelter shelter home women's that's shelter. trying to get like yeah women's shelter yeah, yeah. Um, and some things that they needed or some things that they wanted. Oh, that's pretty and we cool. We made a basket. Oh, my church we just display a big basket of fruit. Cornucopia, like the Hunger Games. Sure. <laughs> just oh. kidding. <laughs> Weapon of choice. They're all <laughs> apples. Apples are all. You fight with the fruit. What are you real life fruit ninja? You fight with the fruit instead. Oh my gosh. There's a video of a real life fruit ninja going on something. I, I, I've seen something like that. Yeah. Well, okay. So, what makes it so hard for so many of us to uh, go to go to church on Sunday? I don't know. For me, it was always football. Football season makes it real tough. I gotta be honest. 
I'm so tempted, even as I'm giving message to check scores on, on the NFL and stuff like that. I think for me, for a certain degree, it's accountability. Okay. If you are going to a church, like in my case, if I don't go to church and no one would know because mm-hmm. they already know I'm at a different, I'm going to a different church and the other church doesn't know. Mm-hmm. It's like, who would know if I missed it? Okay. Or if you go to like a really big church where you might not necessarily know. Yeah. What's, what's the, the point kind of thing where I can just go to a Starbucks and write a story or, okay. or read comic books. Just or enjoy my, my weekend. Pretty yeah. Much, right? Yeah. You know, and honestly, like if you're not a Christian, Sunday isn't that big a deal. It's just another day off. You know? Yeah. And sometimes I think about that and I think of other people that don't go to church mm-hmm. and they're like, it's Sunday. So, so if I was, if I would, and then I, I, I went to a thinking where it's like Monday through Friday, I work my butt off. And then Saturday, Friday night you play, Saturday you do chores or whatever, and then you, you play some more. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday morning rolls around, and it's like, yes, nothing to do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but so, and yeah, tomorrow, the day. next day is the day that you go to work, so right. it's like I got to maximize the day of nothing. So that I could go work, work my, my butt, butt off for again. five more days. Right, right. Anyway, it sounds that great. Would, you know? That would change a lot of different things. They are, they call it Lazy Sunday. Yeah, Lazy, Lazy Sunday afternoon or Lazy Sunday morning. I feel like you're turning a lot of our listeners off to go in church right now. <laughs> really? Just because it sounds so chill. No, to be honest, I love relaxing too. I'm a very chill guy. So what will happen is uh, a naked man will pop out of the shower and chase you down if you don't go to church. So you better go to church, boys oh and gosh. girls. Imagine the most horrifying experience you could ever imagine. It will happen to you. Uh, honestly, that's we might have We might have... Uh, we might have... What is that called? When you... What is that called in English? Huh? When you're emotionally touched? No, 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 no. You mean like post-traumatic stress disorder? No, never mind. That's what I'm We inspired someone to do something to to that someone. Oh. It's going to happen to someone now. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I think some of the other things, too, is like, say, for instance, Saturday is like our fun day. Maybe we had a little too much fun. Uh, personally, I know what that's like. You know, like for for many Christians, weddings are on like Saturdays and stuff, right? And you don't get some meet up with a lot of your friends until a wedding. Like after you graduate from school, uh, you're done with all school and everything like that. Everyone goes off and does their own thing, and you don't get to meet up with a lot of these guys. They say you only ever meet up twice in your life again. Uh, it's your wedding, and then unfortunately funeral. your funeral. Yeah, and if it's your funeral, you don't get to meet anybody at all. But that's, the thing is, that's rough, man. Why'd you gotta bring that up? <laughs> but but the thing is, like on Saturday, like especially where we're at an age where all our friends are getting married and stuff like that, Saturday's just burned, you know, uh, all the way to midnight. Sometimes I, I remember staying out with my wife and her friends till midnight. They hadn't seen each other in like eight years. Some people were in Vegas and NorCal, all around the world. Somebody was from Paris. And like it's it's tough, you know. Um, Does this happen on a weekly basis or something? Then oh you man. sound like you do this. I'm like still every tired weekend. from like last <laughs> last year's meeting. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, like there's there's like some crazy Saturdays, and it makes it tough to wake up. I feel you. Sunday, but you know, um, that Sunday morning is harder than Monday morning sometimes because yeah. you want to crash. Yeah, and you have the option to crash. Yeah, it's true. it's strange that I, I was always thinking about this the thing that. When your when your budget's constrained, mm-hmm. the first thing that you cut is tithe. Oh, I always think about this. The first thing that people cut is tithe because they think it's optional, mm-hmm. and like who's gonna who's gonna care? God's yeah. not gonna call you fifty times in a day because he's trying to collect your money, mm-hmm. you know. But I I notice that in the same way in church, when you're tired, the first thing that you'll cut out of all the obligations that you have is probably 
worship worship or church or service or just I'm not gonna go to praise. I'm just gonna show up to sermon, and then and just knock out during the sermon. Probably <laughs> some there. Play Kenny Christian in your sermon. Oof. I heard um, I heard from someone that uh, they were in service and this it was a big mega church, mm-hmm. and uh, the family pulled out an iPad. Mm. And then started watching Korean dramas in the middle of service, and a whole family. <laughs> a whole family. You know what the worst part of that too is? If it's a really interesting drama, then the role behind the screw. Oh shit! Used to do that in class, where like we would sit in a lecture, and I would sit there watching like funny animal video- videos on YouTube. <laughs> really? But my screen was like a, a seventeen inch. Yeah, laptop. you had a huge. It was huge, right? So like I'd be cracking up, and here I'd hear like someone behind me chuckling too. I'm like, oh crap! I just took down like a whole row of people down with me, you know? <laughs> it's funny. You you know what I would do mm. in a uh, computer science class because it was kind of easy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd play Gunbound or Counter Strike, <laughs> Starcraft, the and then. But if you if you Physics two thousand for the shout out to people going to UCR, mm-hmm. um, it's it just goes straight down. Yeah, it's just literally like a silo. It's like a a cliff. It's like that. You know the um, the Star Wars the Senator oh, building. Yeah, yeah. That's it's exactly like, what it's I was like that. But um, so if you look down, you see everybody's computer screens, what everyone's doing. Mm-hmm. A couple computers you see playing Counter-Strike. So I'm like, oh, I have my computer on it. And no one's going to care. And uh-huh. then boom, gum bound. <laughs> and then the people next to me, like some of my uh, my my friends, my friends, they're like trying to take notes and don't know much about computer stuff. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting there playing gum bound. <laughs> you know, I saw one step above that. I don't know. I hope this never happens in church. But somebody brought a game controller with their computer. They just plugged that sucker in. They were playing Street Fighter throughout the whole lecture. And I was like, Lecture? Damn. You mean sermon? No, no. I'm talking about lecture. Oh. I hope this never happens at church. You know, uh, oh, man. He brought his computer, like. Yeah. Or not his computer computer, but like a laptop. Oh, and then he plugged in his. He plugged um, in his controller into the laptop and he started playing. All this different stuff. Anyway, we're way off topic. But, you wow, know, like during dude. sermon. It's bad enough uh, a lot of people are on their phones, you know. Let's be honest. You're looking at the Bible for like maybe two seconds. Even then, when you go to church, you're not really at church anyways. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. You're like on Facebook and exploring the world and stuff. Exploring the world. That's so. when you do a lot of deep thought. <laughs> Second, the first place that you do a lot of deep thought is on the toilet. On the toilet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's interesting. I think... Um, on the toilet. I think one of the things that, that my friend... One of my friends that really... He got really bothered by this, but... um. When you see like praise people, mm-hmm. and then they come down from the stage, mm-hmm. and they come back, and then they're in the in the in the congregation listening to the sermon, mm-hmm. and then they pull out their phones. Oh. They pull out like one of my friends back in high school was like the singer went up there and she was singing all passionately, mm-hmm. and then she came back, and she pulled out a psychology book and she started studying oh. in the middle of the sermon. Of course, he he was more of a judgmental type, I think, but. Yeah, because you never just, know. He could be studying yeah, psychology. Of he's, he's not really Christian right now, Christ. but yeah, I think I think that that matters in a lot of different ways. Sure. And I think people. What if what if the people that what didn't go to church showed up to church and they saw what everyone was doing at church? I think I, I think they start coming too, out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you hey, think it's just like a lecture. Why not come? <laughs> I could just why, use my why phone. Why would you be in <laughs> lecture? <laughs> hey, I don't know. I I sit in like I, I still work at college right now. Colleges. With college students and stuff. Sometimes I go to their lectures just to learn. I sit there in a lecture with college students. I'm not that old looking, but people know I'm not a college student. And No, there's some old people in college, though. That's true. And they're a lot older than you. Yeah, there's some people true. that go back to college and stuff. Yeah, and more power to them. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we digress. Uh, but the struggle is real, folks. And, you know, we just want to encourage you guys. You know, we know it's tough. Uh, we struggle through it, too. It doesn't matter, pastor, praise leader. 
uh, Bible study teacher, elder, whatever it is, everybody struggles that Sunday morning. But I think, uh, but I think once you go, and once there, you never. I think regret going to church. And there's a lot to be said about someone who really is willing to go out of their comfort just to go to worship the Lord. Hmm. You know, and I, I really believe Christ and His worship is worth a lot more than our convenience. Yeah, I think a lot of the times, sometimes when it's the hardest to worship God, mm -hmm. that's when he breaks through. Yeah, And a lot of the times when it's just like other things are on my mind or I don't want to be there. And it's not necessarily the times when I'm lazy. It's more the times when like emotionally I've been battered or like I've heard bad news or I'm going through something or I fought with someone. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you don't want to be anywhere and you don't think anything will help. And then you realize and you sit there and you meditate on his word and he's like, I still, I'm still thinking about you, and this is what I'm thinking. Or mm. he speaks to you through a verse or something, or through the through praise. Mm -hmm. And I think you lose that opportunity for God to speak to you. Of course, He can speak to you anywhere, but I think out of one week, you have how many hours? Man, you know, some people it's it's just like an hour. Sometimes. Some people it's like an hour, depending yeah. on what church you go to. Yeah. Sermons thirty minutes, worships ten minutes. Announcements is another 20 minutes, weird, <laughs> yeah. oddly enough. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's their service. And boom, a lot boom, of boom. mega churches try to keep it an, within an hour, They're longest an hour and time. 20. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they have another service. And yeah. they have another service. And they like have another service. Yeah. Day, for sure. And, you know, not knock on anybody, but it's just, I mean, if that's all that it takes, you know, like, get, just get off your butts. and. It's just one time that you dedicate, regardless yeah. if you've done your quiet time or right. praise God and at all you go and you refresh yourself and you reset mm. it's just i think there's there's value in that mm. that even if you didn't but always we always talk about even if not even if you didn't like the worst case scenario yeah, yeah. when you are doing it it's a place where you sustain and you go and you have your, you have community and there's a place where god has defined a time for you and that he can speak to you and that you go and you worship him like you go you get ready. You do this. It's not just like anywhere. Like this is still God you're talking about. And I think God deserves more than just standing around and just being like, okay, God, I worship you right now because I worship you everywhere. Like you can do that, but I think God still deserves more. For sure. And, you know, uh, I'll tie this all back. Uh, God made this the fourth commandment, uh, fourth only after things like um, don't use the Lord's name in vain. Uh, you shall have no other gods and no idols. And the fourth commandment, basically what it means is, you know, is they say the Sabbath was a day of rest, but it doesn't necessarily mean you don't do anything on, in that. And I know a lot of uh, a lot of Jews have taken this literally, and not to knock on them or anything like that, but they take this seriously enough to where even if you hit up like Jerusalem or Israel, if you go to their elevators on Sundays, it stops at every floor. I don't know if you know this, but you because lifting your arms and pressing the button is considered work, the elevator literally stops at every floor, so you never have to actually work and stuff like that. And so God isn't necessarily intending for this to be taken literally, but basically it's an easy way to think. The, the easy way to think about this is it's like a groundbreaking ceremony for like a new building or something. And when you unveil it, there's work behind the scenes to put the ceremony together. But the whole point behind it is to bask in the glory of what God, what God has created. And so... Um, I mean, it's essentially that for Christians, uh, all we have to do is sit back and bask in the glory of our God. 
I mean, instead of being busybodies doing a bunch of things here and there, you know, God recognizes we need to work to live, but he wants us to step aside once a week just to be in awe of our almighty God. That's basically what Chandler was saying. And so, you know, let's let's kind of, let's uh, just really uh, all come together and, you know, for one, one day a week, you know, God created the whole world in six days and he rested and he meant for man to just sit there and, wow, God, this is your creation. This is how great you are. God, yeah, I'll worship you. And so uh, with that said, I think Andrew's going to lead us into the verse. Lead us into prayer. <laughs> so we're going to have a one-hour uh, prayer meeting right now, guys. So <laughs> get ready to pray. <laughs> so Hebrews 10, 24 to 25. Um, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. I think uh, this hits home. It's it's what we're talking about right now. And it's, um, you know, sometimes you forget in the morning. You forget this verse. You forget the heart. You forget the reason. And then you get really selfish. And I think it just takes a little bit of reminder and just being very, what is it called? Man, I, I've been forgetting words today. Diligent? Not diligent, but very um, obvious in your actions. What is it? Purposeful? Or What's intentional. the other word? Intentional yeah. in doing things and just knowing that even though you don't feel like it, even though you don't know it, why you're doing it at the moment, even though your body feels like it's tired, like go and remember. Do what you got to do. And congregate and be filled, filled up with fire. <laughs> Desire that fire. Alrighty, guys. So, you know... Uh, at the end of the day, all we're just trying to tell you guys to do is go to church. You know, don't be missing out. Uh, you really do miss out on the opportunity to, to really have that groundbreaking ceremony with the Lord and all this creation. Um, and you know, if you don't have a church and you don't know any churches around your neighborhood, go ahead and email us at desirethefirepodcast at gmail.com. And we know a lot of people and a lot of good churches out there. Yeah. And we can recommend one to you. You know, you can... Uh, just tell us where you're from. You don't necessarily. You don't have to give us your home address. We don't need none of that. But yeah, or just give us a zip code. Yeah, and we can find a bunch of good local churches. And so you don't. And no pressure. We're not expecting you to go. We're not gonna. We don't want any of your personal information. If you go, or if you want us to connect you, we can connect you too. But no pressure. If you, it's just throwing that out there. If you need something, if you need help, if you want to come out to one of our churches, you know. We'll, Okay, but let's be a little careful with this point because, like, <laughs> if you're listening to this from, like, the Philippines, it might be a little harder for us. We can try to. Oh, that's for sure. But Australia, I know there's a number of churches around there. Wow, really? You're uh, international? Uh, Canada, if you live in the Toronto area, I know. Oh, much, yeah, yeah, But, I mean, we'll just keep it at that, you know? But, yeah. uh, so, just keep in mind, you know, if you live in the LA, OC area, for sure, we'll help you guys out. Yeah, reach out to us. Oh, yeah, you're right. If there's people out there that listen to us not in LA. You gotta have vision, just, man. Uh, I'm thinking too too much like we have two listeners out there. Ah, but no disrespect to the rest of you guys listening to us. Anyway, uh, we're, humble, always, uh, humb- we're very humble beginning. We're, we're just <laughs> <laughs> Honestly speaking, we're just doing this for ourselves. We, we're, we need to go to church, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go to church. <laughs> I'm going four days. It's Thursday today, right? Uh, anyway, uh, in closing, guys, uh, just remember to go to church. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, once again, what was your handle? Andrew? Boom Chandler. Chandler. Boom Chandler. I'm getting tired of saying that. Uh, uh, you can always follow me at SuperDan0. That's the number zero, SuperDan0. And once again, uh, that email that you guys can contact us is uh, s- desire the fire 
podcast at gmail.com. And uh, please rate our podcast on iTunes and five Stitcher. Stars. Five stars. Five, five stars, stars would be great, five, but just give five, us five, your honest five, feedback. Five, 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 and, um, yeah, give us as close to honest as feed, of feedback as possible without hurting our feelings. But we do have our wives to cry home to. Um, <laughs> I think that's <laughs> you it, keep right? saying that, man. I, I love having my wives to cry home to. <laughs> I can't believe that's something you value. <laughs> that she's there for me. When's the last time you cried? Uh, last week. About uh, sad things. Yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> Just kidding. I never cry. Men don't cry. They... All right, guys. Keep the fire burning. Leak from their faces. And we will talk to you guys again in a week. See you guys later. <laughs>